What's up, boys and girls? It's me, your girl, the Kaboom Warrior. So, how you doing? How you doing? I've missed you. Have you missed me? I've missed myself. Lately, I've been going through some serious shit. Also, let me let you know one thing. There is a planet that is in retrograde. Retrograde means that the shit is spinning backwards. And when shit spins backwards, the whole entire world is turned upside down. In fact, there is a prophet that said that the world will stop spinning April 21st, 2022. That's right, the sleeping prophet. As some of you may or may not know, his name is Edgar Cayce. Okay, this guy, I mean, he's amazing. He has um he has made all kinds of um you know prophets. I mean he's prophesized things that you know normal people would be like, nah, nah, nah. But this shit happened like millions of years later. Or maybe even 20, 30 years later, after his death, he prophesied the Holocaust. He even prophesied about something. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't him. It was another prophet. But if you ask me, these motherfuckers were high. They were doing some kind of hallucinogenic because there's no way if you're not on hallucinogenics that you can prophesize that eventually the world will be using something called invisible cash um i believe that was a very serious thing so you know i didn't believe it myself but um here as a psychic myself And even, you know, as a psychic, I have to sit and figure out, well, what the fuck does this actually mean? Because I'm only shown short pictures. So I'm not like 100% correct. Only when I was a little kid, you know, I knew who was on the phone. That was before caller ID. My mother used to be like, okay, I'm not answering the phone. I know it's your grandmother. So (laughs) today has been an awful day for me, and it's probably been an awful week for you. As you know, there is a planet, if you don't know, there is a planet that's actually spinning backwards. And when they say spinning backwards, people usually say it's in retrograde. When anything is in retrograde, things seem to hit the fan. Plus, also last week, we had a whacked out full moon that actually, if you looked out your window, kind of looked like a double moon. So you say to yourself, well, self, I mean, this is all bullshit. These astrologers, what do they know about life? Actually, astrology, geometry, trigonometry, psychology, all kinds of shit actually proves 
And I know this from working and um, doing part of my time as an intake worker at the worst hospital in Brooklyn, Kings County. Um, when it was a full moon, they would give us bulletproof vests. Around that time, I knew that there was going to be some shit. And there always was. So you say, you know, how could this be bullshit if it's actually been proven true? Well, there's this thing called the Bible, right? And my grandmother used to call it um, believing in instructions before exiting life or life exits or whatever. You know, to me, it was um, a book that made no sense. It wasn't even the book. It was more like the people who were trying to teach me the book. They called it religion. I said to myself, wow, you know what? I think this is more of a business than something that I'm supposed to believe in. My parents always told me, look, believe in yourself. That's the most important thing. The worst thing to do is lie to yourself. So lying to yourself about believing in something that somebody tells you is like the worst. Okay, and this is where a lot of women and a lot of men get fucked up in relationships because they do not understand that simple thing, you know. Um, here, for instance, how do you expect anybody to forgive you, a.k.a. the Almighty, the All-Father, God, I don't even think, first of all, that we could pronounce God's name. So, hence in the Bible, they call the Almighty God, which I think stands for a great omniscient deity. I mean, sue me if you want to. I'm not here to get into religion. I'm not here to chastise your beliefs what i would like for you to do is wake up and do a little research and that's what i've been doing for the past i don't know three or four months um and even all through the whole corona crisis um today well actually yesterday i prophesized i actually saw my uncle who had kidney cancer and he survived for five years longer than he was supposed to okay his daughters got married they had children you know he was around for that he survived the vietnam war you know and he came back as a normal human being he wasn't one of those motherfuckers on the corners going I seen some stuff, man, and I saw some things and some stuff and some things. No, it was just like normal to me, you know. He was my surrogate father because my mother 
was actually the fucked up one. You know, she um, had multiple personalities disorder. Now they call it DID, which is like dissociative initiative disorder, which means the same thing. What happens when you go through a serious crisis, as my mother did, she created different personalities so that she can check out and deal with her life in a different way. My mother was a brilliant woman. She was a computer scientist as well as an engineer in the 80s. So what we are talking on right now, my mother helped to create. And I remember meeting this hippie dude that never wore shoes. And we called him Uncle Steve. And it took me many, many moons to figure out that, holy shit, that was Steve Jobs. He invited my mother to come and work in his little rinky-dink garage, but my mother didn't want to, you know, leave her job at Bell Communications Research. So she, like, invited him in to, you know, work alongside her for a little bit. And then they talked about creating something called the interweb, yada, yada. You know, I can even remember my mother bringing home her computer so that she could work from home. It took my father two hours to bring that shit in the house from the car. All right? And it took my mother like an hour to log on. Okay, because, you know, it was all through the telephone and there was this base and she had to shove the telephone in there. Um, it was a wicked thing, you know, kind of drove my mother a little bit more crazy because, you know, she was a senior staff operator and a supervisor over so many people. So eventually. Yeah, she lost it, but it was good because she left her mark on society. She also helped to create something we call telecommunication. And thanks to COVID and thanks to all of this Microsoft and all this other stuff where we can look at each other and talk to each other, I now have to go to a virtual funeral. So now I'm angry with my mother for helping to create such an awful thing. And we've been doing it for almost a year and a half now because of COVID. So I went to my doctor. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why I haven't spoken to you in so long because I am angry. I have lupus. Okay. As you know, lupus is an autoimmune disease. I have to wear two masks. Yes. Mother's Day was an awesome day for me. My, my daughter actually took me to St. Croix. 
first I had to go to St. Thomas and, you know, it's a part of America, so you don't need a passport, which is a good thing for everybody else, but I've had, I have a passport. My passport is so full, it looks like a comic book, okay? But that's not the point. We stayed in a villa. I had to get a COVID test, which was good, you know, so I knew that everybody who was on the airplane had a COVID test. And they had HEPA filters. And, you know, for the first time, and the airplane didn't smell like dirty feet. I was like, shit, is it the mask? I pulled my mask down. I was like, no, man, it smells good in here. And we, we fly the American, which I never fly because it's always, to me, overpriced. And then from St. Thomas, even in the airport, anywhere you went except when you went into the sea, you had to have a mask on. Even if you were laying out in the sun, you know, they had chairs like six inches apart from each other. I saw people, you know, before we got to the beach, which was like right down from the villa. So we had to take a couple of steps and then, you know, there was the beach. And, you know, it was like, Every chair was far apart from each other. And me, you know, being that I spent most of my life in the Caribbean and stuff, and my daughter, we swim. And ah, we stayed in an eight-bedroom villa with mothers from myself, from my daughter's wife's mother, um, their cousins, everybody who was a mother was there. And it was beautiful. And me and my daughter were the only island people, and they were freaking the fuck out, which was hilarious. Because um, there's like uh, chameleons or lizards or whatever you want to call them crawling all over the walls, and they were trying to kill them. I was like, no! They're not roaches. You have to understand, you know. Of course, we went with a whole bunch of New Yorkers. So, you know, anything that has legs and claws is a roach. I was like, that's not a roach. You cannot kill that. And they're like, why? I'm like, because they eat the bugs. And they're like, oh, I get it. You know, so when they saw them, they were like, oh, my God, got to have a picture. So it was like 20 selfies of people with chameleons. I was like, please don't leave your, you know, bedroom doors open or else you will have, you will wake up with one of them shits on your face. And, well, at about 4 o'clock in the morning, I heard, ah! And it's my uh, daughter's uh, wife's cousin screaming, holy shit, there's a lizard on my face. And I'm like, it's not a lizard. (laughs) And, um, you know, we were up in the mountains. It was just like the most beautiful thing. We watched the sunset. 
we drank painkillers, which is native to St. Thomas, a.k.a. Um, the Soggy Dollar Bar. But we were in St. Croix. And how we got to St. Croix was like a death trap. But, you know, it was better than taking a two-hour boat, which is like taking, um, if you're a New Yorker, um, a water taxi. It's a hard chair. And you got to sit on that ship for like two hours. So, yeah. It was better to fly, which only took 25 minutes, but wow. I mean, I never seen a whole bunch of pretty cat women in my whole entire life. I'm like, look, we're not even up that high. So if we hit the water, there is an inflatable device underneath your seat. And when we do hit the water, understand how to fall. And I was like, make sure you're totally drunk, too, so you don't get hurt. <laughs> so, as you know, I've been through this shit before, but it was so hilarious because I wasn't used to, you know, dealing with these people. So, you know, the week before it was like when my daughter said, oh, mommy, forgot to tell you, um, happy Mother's Day. We bought you tickets. We're going to St. Croix. I was like, holy shit, it's Corona. I didn't get my vaccine. How are we going to do this? First of all, she had to take over as my caretaker. So I had to call my insurance company, all these other people, and tell them, look, you know, my daughter is my new caretaker. You know, I had to take a, um, a wheelchair everywhere I went, but. You know, when it came to the water, it's like the best therapy ever. Especially for someone like me. I mean, I'm in my early 50s, but my body feels like it's 80 years old. But I still look like a child. So, <laughs> they even carted me at a bar. I was like, you see this little girl over here next to me? That's my daughter. They're like, uh-uh, let me see ID, please. And I was like, you people are rude. You know, I had a Jamaican necklace around my neck. And I was like, this is still America, so you really can't call yourself a West Indian, can you? You know, I was angry. I was like, the food sucks, the curry sucks, everything sucks. It was my first time ever in St. Thomas. I mean... It's a United States island. In fact, it's one of the first places that Christopher Columbus landed and said, ah, this is America. It was not. <laughs> so, to make a long story short, I had a beautiful time, you know. And then when I came back was when I saw my uncle. He was on shit tons of Oxycontin and probably even morphine. And um, I guess that's when he learned how to walk the Akashic plane. I did that when I was in a coma. So I understood. But when I saw him, I was like, who the fuck is this? Because, you know, because 
spirits and because of where I am, you know, I get a lot of visitors in my house, especially because I, you know, practice spiritualism, I meditate, you know, um, I open up my mind to possibilities, I see things, I get pictures, you know, warning. I knew he was going to die on a Wednesday. And he kept calling me my name. So today, this morning I wake up, I get a call from my cousin. He said, hey, you know, Uncle Bob passed away. And I was like, when did he die? He said, Wednesday. So I went, gave my husband $20. He's like, you were right. But I was trying, you know, I I asked the, the relatives, I prayed to God. I was like, please, you know, let him have one last Father's Day. And his birthday was coming up soon, so... I was like, you know, let me just be able to say happy birthday and happy Father's Day. Uh, they moved uh, from South Jersey to Maryland so that they could be closer to their kids. And, um, you know, that made me real sad. But, you know, it had to be done, you know, so he could get better care and all kinds of stuff. So, you know. Cancer of the liver is not a very easy disease to beat, but he had 48 years of marriage with my aunt. And so that much love, I mean, for me, myself, it's been like um, 21 years. I fight to stay alive every single day. So when I heard that he died, you know, it wasn't real at first, you know. And I know a lot of you listening might have lost loved ones to the COVID-19 virus and things like that. And let me tell you this, I am having a problem with the vaccine. There's two. Well, three. Um, there's the AstraZeneca one, and there is the, you know, one-shot-and-done virus. But the one-shot-and-done virus I cannot take because I already have blood clots. So it causes blood clots, which would actually probably kill me. However, the AstraZeneca one also causes anaphylaxis. And believe you and me, my friends, I am allergic to everything. I mean, right now, I could barely breathe. And it just rained. And so my eyes are swollen, um, not from crying. But, you know, I don't know if you can hear the nasal shit in my voice. There's pollen flying everywhere. Plus, I live in the city, so... It's also pollution, pollen, you know, even the smell of petroleum is in the air. 
So, you know, I have to take advantage of them. There was a mask. Uh, I think it was like the Monday before I left to go to St. Thomas. Um, my caretaker bought it for me, right? Is all this stuff costs a lot of money. So my caretaker was buying tons and tons of masks, and, you know, hand sanitizer and stuff like that, which is good. All well and good. She used her money. So, you know, that was good because she had to keep herself safe and me safe at the same time because, you know, if I look at somebody sneezing on TV, I get sick. I have never taken a flu vaccine or anything like that because, well, like the first time they came out with the MRA flu vaccine, um, I took it and ended up in the hospital for a month. I was allergic to it. So now my doctor's like, hey, we got to stick you in the hospital and give you the vaccine in two parts. It'll probably be a month before you get out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, well, do you want to die? You know, or do you want to just get the vaccine? I was like, I don't even know. I mean, you know, people in the lupus community aren't even talking about, yeah, I got the vaccine and everything is all fine. It's not. And it bothers me. I'm not scared to die. Believe me, 46 years of being in pain and walking like an old lady, I'm basically done with life. I've done and been places and seen things that people who are my age right now have never seen. So I'm good, you know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how or why I'm still alive after doing all of that traveling. I wore two masks, and it got to the point where I even had an asthma attack. So I had to use my inhaler constantly because I couldn't breathe under two masks. But it was important. And, you know, instead of over hand sanitizing, I would always wash my hands and stuff like that. But once we got to the villa and there was a private pool, you know, and we were on the beach, everything was copacetic. The only thing that happened was is a sister got a serious sunburn, which was so bad. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know, even people with melanin get sunburned. So don't be misdirected into thinking because you have some melanin in your skin, you won't burn. I did. But thank God for aloe vera, which actually was growing on the property that we stayed on. So I just cut off a piece and rubbed it all over my body. Good to go. Couldn't take it home, though. Mm -mm. And, 
you know, they made us miss our plane because I had a Jamaican necklace on. I'm like, bitch, do you want to know what color underwear I have on? I started getting angry. I pulled out the Jamaican accent. They're like, are you a real American? I'm like, yeah, what the fuck I look like to you? And they're like, uh, Jamaican? I was like, yeah, thank you. Ah, uh, good scene. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there with a driver's license from America. So why are you giving me so much grief? It made me go through an x-ray machine. And I have a portacath inside of me. And they're like, um, a portacath is basically where you could stick a needle and take blood from my heart. Um, my direct artery, you know, leads to my heart and stuff. They're like, what is this? I said, it's called a portacath. Look it up on Google, bitches. I'm late for a plane. So I missed my flight along with my daughter and her family as well because of a portacath. I was like, fuck. What do you think I'm trying to take home from this shitty island? I mean, you know, I like Jamaica. I like Trinidad so much better than St. Thomas. I apologize to my St. Thomas people, to my West Indian people. But really, everything was so expensive. I just stuck my hands up and grabbed a bottle of lube every time I got in a car and tried to go somewhere. You know, I was like, fuck it. I just want to stay right here in the villa, cook my own food. You know, I didn't even like the cooking of the, of the, the maids and butlers. I was like, fuck that. Go home. I'll cook. You know, my daughter's like, no, 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 no. It's Mother's Day, Mommy. Do your thing, relax, enjoy yourself, play cards, you know. So I did. You know, so I'm sitting here basically trying to talk to myself to, you know, ease the tension and pain of a very traumatic death. But as I know, and I am aware of for many, many years, that even though somebody may leave this earth, they are always with you. I mean, these are the people that talk to God for you. You know, you talk to them, they talk to God, whatever you want to believe. But that's what I believe. You know, they help direct you. You know, um, there's physicists who actually believe that people have two souls. H.G. Wells wrote a story called um, the uh, something about thought who is the father of knowledge, if you know anything about Egyptology, right? So there are physicists, they cannot find the soul, but they believe that there are two souls. And the only reason why they know and believe 
that there are two souls inside your body is because of people like me who can see things that you wouldn't even imagine. And, you know, they get very chatty when they realize that you can actually hear and see them. And sometimes they like to scare the shit out of me. But, you know, I just deal because I'm blessed. And sometimes it feels like a curse, but I'm blessed. And I'm very thankful. And I just want to let my uncle know I'm here. Come see me. Boys and girls, I am the Guru Warrior. Please do not forget to check out uh, our background music brought to you by um, the Beast Mob. Beast on the Beasts. Leash the Beasts. Leash the Beast. <laughs> um, if you're on Farmers Boulevard in Queens, uh, New York, please look up and check out my daughter's, um, what do you call it, billboard, it's called Everybody Eats, uh, The Beast Mob, you can catch them on Spotify, please make sure you check it out, because the music is in freaking incredible, we got a little bit of boom bap, we got some hip hop, we got some R&B, we got a little bit of reggaeton, you know, so there's all kinds of stuff mixed up in there. So please don't forget to check out Beast on the Beast, Beast Mob. The name of the album is called Everybody Eats. And if you look at the picture, the person with the crown on all the way to the right hand side of the picture is my daughter don't forget to check out my page on facebook the guru warrior i'm your girl the guru warrior wishing you love health wealth peace happiness harmony and most of all unity thanks for listening god loves you and so do i peace i'm out